0: Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode 171. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my kettle dog and not horsing around co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals, from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales, act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on handling and restraint of foals. Our topics for this week are capturing a foal. Leading a foal, restraining a foal, and transporting a foal. Excessive handling of foals and not correctly handling weanlings, yearlings, and two-year-olds can eventually endanger handlers. Socializing newborn foals immediately after birth, called imprinting, is believed to beneficially affect the behavior of horses for the rest of their lives, but handling foals can be overdone. True imprinting is between the mare and the foal. Excellent, docile horses also come from farms and ranches that do minimal handling in the first two years of a foal's life. Excessive petting and scratching of horses between weaning and two years of age can teach a horse to move toward pressure, while the basis of training is to teach horses to move away from pressure, such as a rein or the rider's leg or a spur. If imprint training is done, the sessions should be short, less than five minutes, and should be done in the presence of the mare. The mare should be caught first and held by an assistant with the mare against a wall or a strong fence. The mare is rubbed and groomed for 10 to 15 minutes, followed by rubbing and handling all parts of the foal's body. Exposure to clipper noise and other stimuli it will encounter later in life has also been recommended. The effectiveness of foal handling can be negated if the mare is distressed and becomes agitated. Her actions will supersede the benefits of any rubbing of the foal by the handler. If mares with nursing foals must be restrained in stocks, the stock should have a small pin attached to the front of the stock so that the mare and the foal can be face-to-face until the mare can rejoin the foal. Haltors should not be left on any aged horse in a pen or pasture because they can catch it on objects leading to injury of the horse and sometimes death. Foals, weanlings, and yearlings like to scratch their heads with a hind foot and can catch their foot in a halter, or they'll box with each other and can catch their foot in another's halter. Leather or webbed halters will also lead to skin problems if left on for days in warm weather. If a halter is an absolute necessity on a pastured horse, a breakaway halter should be used. Foals that have not been trained to lead should be moved by following its mare while it's being led. A halter and a lead rope assisted by a rope loop over the foal's rump can be tried if the mare is not available to be led. A handler should never stand in front of a foal and pull on a lead rope. The foal may balk and then jump forward into the handler. A foal handler should not try to pet the foal prior to getting it restrained. Capture of a foal requires two handlers. It's imperative to catch and control the nursing mare before attempting to capture its foal. After catching the mare, it should be backed into a flat-paneled corner that's strongly built. The handler of the mare should position the mare so that the foal can go between the mare and the wall to hide its face but not escape behind her. After the mare is restrained and quiet, the foal handler should move at a normal walking speed toward the foal and confine the foal with an arm in front of its chest and the other arm behind its rump. Whenever walking behind a foal, the handler should keep his side toward it to protect his abdomen and kneecaps from a kick. A foal should never be held just around its neck. It will rapidly back up and either escape or cause injury. The handler should hold the foal as lightly as possible and position it so that the foal is next to the mare in nursing position. The handler should never be between the foal and the mare. The handler's arm should be used as a barrier to excessive movement and not squeeze the foal. When holding a foal, the handler should turn his head toward his rump to protect the handler's face in case the foal struggles and rears suddenly. The gate should not be used as a squeeze panel for restraint on foals or small horses if the gate does not have a solid panel on the lower half. Twitches should never be used on a foal due to the risk of inflicting pain and injury. Large foals may need to be held by two people. The front handler holds the neck with the knee behind the foal's elbow. And the back handler stands on the same side as the front handler, and holds the base of the tail with a knee in its flank. The foal should not be lifted off its feet, as this will add to fear and struggling. If needed, a small foal can be laid down on its side by a handler, standing by its side, bending its head away from the handler and toward its withers. The outside flank should be grasped, and the foal gently slid down the handler's legs. Large foals or weanlings should be chemically restrained for lateral restraint. Lateral restraint can be maintained by a handler, squatting with knee pressure on the foals neck and reaching between the hind legs and pulling the tail through between the hind legs and holding it. Placing a towel over its head and humming to it will also increase its relaxation while down. Trailering a foal. If it has not been halter broke, it should not be tied. Nursing foals should always travel with their dam. If other horses will travel with a mare and a foal, the mare and the foal should be in a compartment separated from the other horses. If there's a possibility of a foal going under a saw divider or being thrown underneath the divider, the bottom of the divider should be blocked. <laughs> If you have comments or are interested in a particular animal handling subject, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Foals should not be separated from their dam when handled. Restraint of standing foals should be by blocking movement with the handler's arms without squeezing it. Foals should not be tied in trailers when transported. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling can be found in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press, and is available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. My new spiral-bound handbook, Concise Textbook of Small Animal Handling was recently published and is available from all major science book supply sources. Additional information is provided at betteranimalhandling.com. This website has more than 150 podcasts with notes on handling of dogs, cats, other small mammals, birds, reptiles, horses, cattle, small ruminants, swine, and poultry. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about saying goodbye to a beloved pet. Hey, Abby, how do you tell a foal to calm down? She says, she tells it, it is past your bedtime.